Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, that you actually make it easier for other people to find the Family Bible Journey? So please, follow and subscribe. And thank you for listening. This is episode 14, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 19. The title of today's podcast is Sodom. Our key verse for today is Genesis chapter 19, verse 29. So it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. This is the word of the Lord. So the angels who had just left Abram after promising him that he would have a son by Sarai come now to Sodom. And upon entering into the town square where they planned to spend the night, Lot comes to them and offers them a place to stay under his own roof. Now they had come to survey the wickedness and the evil of the city. So at first they refused, but Lot, as a hospitable host, according to good Near Eastern tradition, insisted and the men came, they feasted with him. And at nighttime, we are told, all the men of the city, from great to small, came to the door asking Lot to let the men come outside so that they may know them. Now this is, of course, the biblical sense of the term no these men all of them wanted to have sex with the two angels and they were willing to do anything and everything that they could in order to have their way with these two angelic messengers lot for his part tells them not to engage in such wickedness but the men insist and we're told that they are ready to break down the door and lot in his exasperation and in his desperation offers the men of the city of Sodom his two daughters, his two virgin daughters, his two young daughters, and offers them in the place of the two messengers. Now, this is something, another one of those things in the Bible, it just doesn't make sense. And if you want to put one of those words of wisdom sections here in the notes, one that I think works very well here is that desperate people do desperate things. This doesn't make sense. This isn't right. Lot apparently is beyond his wit's end. He doesn't know what to do. Thankfully for Lot and his daughters, the angels intervene, strike the men of the city of Gotham with blindness. So that we're told they're groping around and wearing themselves out, trying to find the door, but they just can't find it. And the angels at this point tell Lot, you need to get anyone from the city who belongs to you, sons, daughters, anyone of your family, and get them out of here because we've been sent to destroy the city. Now these Two angels were sent to destroy the city because of the great sexual immorality that was present there in Sodom and Gomorrah. And we have heard a lot already about sexual immorality in the Bible because this is something that is a constant burden and a constant struggle for sinful humanity. And I don't want to, in the course of this podcast, in any way to suggest that there are certain sins that are unforgivable and others that are more forgivable. Rather, all sin is an affront to God. Now, there are definitely some sins that carry with them greater consequences. You know, there is a greater consequence if you murder someone than if you just said to somebody, I hate you. But even saying I hate you, according to a strict definition of the commandment, thou shalt not murder, is violating that commandment, according to Jesus. And so when it comes to sexual immorality, clearly the desire that these men want to rape these two other men is outside of God's will. But also the idea that Lot offered his daughters, this is another way that sinful immorality crept into the story. And all are guilty, just as today, all are guilty. I believe for my part that we live in a sex-charged and sex-crazed world. 
And sexual immorality takes on all sorts of different forms. Of course, there's a traditional having sex with someone outside of marriage, you know, homosexuality, any of these things, any sex outside of the context of marriage is sexual immorality. But the world that we live in just produces this stuff en masse. It's hard to watch a movie rated anything worse than PG without seeing some sort of sexual impropriety. Watched a movie with the family last night and it was actually refreshing that a serious deep movie didn't have any overtly sexual content in it. It was it was really quite nice, but it was nice because it is so rare. Anything from pornography to novels that are designed to arouse sexual feelings in the reader, all of this stuff, advertising we watch, music we listen to, all sorts of things in the world that we live in today are filled with sexual immorality because that stuff sells. Sex sells. It motivated people at the time of Lot. It motivates people today to make decisions and oftentimes not the best decisions. And so this is one area that we as Christians need to be careful that we do not fall into the trap of thinking somehow that my sexual immorality is somehow less than another person's. Because if that's the lesson you're getting from the Bible, my friend, you are setting yourself up to become a Pharisee and a hypocrite instead of a humble and contrite child of the Most High. So even though the things that are being practiced here in Sodom and Gomorrah, the sexual immorality is so great that God decides he has to wipe these cities off the face of the map. Let us not miss the point that this sin that led to their downfall lives and is alive and well within every human being. And we need to be on watch. We need to be on guard. We need to watch ourselves, not get so excited or angry about someone else's sin that we somehow minimize our sin, but no, recognize that just as Lot, his daughters, and everyone in this story have sin on their hands, so too do we. And so it is good news for us that even though Lot had surrounded himself with such terrible characters, even though he had chosen to settle in this horribly immoral city, God has mercy on Lot and rescues him from the destruction that is going to come. Lot goes to his sons-in-law, the men who his daughters were engaged to, He told them that they needed to get out of town because the angels were going to destroy the town. And we were told that they thought that he was joking. And so Lot, his wife, and his daughters are there in the town. And as the sun comes up, the angels had said that they couldn't destroy the city unless they left. They're dawdling. They're delaying. They're waiting. What are they waiting for? I don't know. But they were not listening to the angels. And so we're told that the angels actually took Lot by the hand and took him out of the city And told him to flee and said, do not look back or you will be swept away with the city. And so Lot, his wife and his daughters, they begin to move up into the hills. And as they do, as they get a safe distance from the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, we are told fire and brimstone falls from heaven to earth, destroying the cities. And Lot's wife looks back and she is turned into a pillar of salt. This event happens on the southeastern corner of the Dead Sea, where there are many salt pillars still to this day. And if you want to do a little bit of your own research. You can search images of Lot's wife salt pillar, and you will see that there is actually a salt pillar that is vaguely in the form of a woman that has been named Lot's wife. Now, do I believe that it's Lot's wife? No, I, I happen to think that that particular salt pillar was named after the biblical story. This occurrence happened there in that southeast corner of the Dead Sea, and I'm not even sure that these cities haven't been covered by the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea it is shrinking now. It's, it's get re- getting reduced in size because so many farmers are taking so much water 
out of the Jordan River that it is not being replenished as quickly as it's evaporating, but it is quite possible the Dead Sea was not as big as it was then and that these two cities, after being covered with fire and brimstone, were actually buried by the Dead Sea. There, so there would be no way ever that there could possibly be inhabited again. And this is a warning to us about how serious God treats sin and how serious the consequences of sexual sin can be for those who are participating and promoting such behavior. But the bigger lesson of this story is that God has mercy on Lot and his daughters who are saved from this disaster. And even though they were saved, they were not innocent because at the tail end of the story, Lot's daughters are going to come up with a clever idea to have children by their father. And so we are told that the Moabites and the Ammonites are going to be two nations of people. They're going to become bitter enemies of God's people Israel, and they are the fruit of the ancestral relationship between Lot and his daughters. And this is another one of those things that makes us uncomfortable. It's sick. It doesn't make any sense. But it's in the Bible because these things are in the world that we live in. And sin never makes sense. But the Bible never pulls any punches when it discusses sin and the effects and the consequence of sin. And this Genesis chapter 19 is one of the passages in Genesis where we see that God's wrath over sin and this particular sin is deep. It is dark. And it is something that we as God's people do well to heed because too many of us cause needless and unnecessary suffering for ourselves when we sin in this particular area of life. And so we leave this chapter seeking the mercy that God showed Lot and his daughters, even though they lived in and were surrounded by and nearly consumed by this gross immorality, seeing in God, our Father, and Jesus, his Son, the forgiveness that we need for our own immorality and the hope for mercy that gives us peace and joy. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is through the contact form on our website at familybiblejourney.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Our blessing for today. May God rescue you as he rescued Lot and his daughters from vile times, vile people, and vile places. Amen.